You are listening to the Unapologetically Fueled podcast, where we talk about cultivating food freedom, psychology, gut health, overcoming adversity, hearing inspirational stories, and how to truly live life unapologetically fueled. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I'm super excited about today's guest. Um, We are going to be talking all about gut health, which obviously you guys know is one of my favorite topics ever. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm Mary from Lola Snacks. Um, I created a probiotic, prebiotic energy bar because my husband was having some gut health issues. Prior to creating that bar, we had already been in the bar space and I was making this kind of to help feed my family. We were struggling to make ends meet. And so I created a bar to feed us and make us feel good to get my kids from practice, um, my husband from like work to work out um, and just all of those things in between. And then several years later, he developed some gut health issues from antibiotic use and he had had a colonoscopy. He had an end. Well, he was getting ready to have an endoscopy and he was like, I can't do it. Like, I just, that's like my biggest fear. Like I can't, I, I don't want to do it. And so I started reaching out to probiotic manufacturers because I was in the manufacturing space and we went into research and development to see how we could incorporate probiotics into my bars because what we found out was when he would take probiotics, he would kind of feel a little bit better and the, and the side effects of the gut health issue that he was having would kind of subside. And he tried different steroids, different medications, and nothing really got him back to the way he was before he had taken antibiotics. So I did a ton of research and we found this really cool spore-forming probiotic. And what a spore-forming probiotic is, is... Um, it's not live, it's dormant. And so it travels into your to your stomach. And then when it hits your stomach acid, it starts to bloom and to open up. And so we have a 95% efficacy rate, whereas other probiotics only have about a 5% efficacy rate because your stomach acid starts to deteriorate it. And then because my bars were already packed with natural whole fibers, Um, that's what the probiotic uses to nourish itself and to replicate. And so we just have this amazing product and, you know, it's, we call it an energy bar because it is packed with complex carbohydrates that break down over a longer period of time, giving you more sustained energy, but really it's just getting your gut health back so that your gut can do what it needs to do to process the vitamins, minerals, and proteins that you eat. Wow. I love that. What a cool story. So, oh my gosh, I'll definitely want to follow up on some questions about that story in a little bit, but I just like want to say like, how common is it to like, I mean, I, I know there's like so many people, they develop gut health issues after using antibiotics because it kills all those good bacteria. I mean, you know, it kills the bad bacteria, which is like the goal of the antibiotic, but it's also like those good bacteria that promote our physical health, mental health, like you said, our energy levels, those get killed off. And so it's so normal. Um, And that is so hard that he went through all of that and had such severe consequences from the antibiotics. So, oh my gosh, um, how cool though, that you kind of used that struggle to create this amazing brand and the spore forming probiotics 
that is like the best probiotic that you can have. Like I, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, yep, this is perfect. Because it's like, I mean, a lot of those over-the-counter probiotics that are like, you know, they say they have all these um, enzymes and they have all these cultures and everything, but then when it hits your stomach acid, yeah, it, you know, it burns it up. So I love how you have that. And we're so intentional about the type of probiotic too. Um, so when did you first, so you said that you first like developed these bars, um, to kind of feed your kids and your, this was like before, um, he developed gut health issues. So what was the original, like, recipe and um you created those you said you were trying to make ends meet and it was just kind of like an easy like affordable way yeah so when I first started it was about 10 years ago and um we had lost a business and we were struggling he and I couldn't find jobs we actually went to the food bank to try to get help I was denied food stamps um it was a really just sad situation that we were in. And there was an economic downturn at the time. So it was really hard for us to find jobs. So I was picking up little jobs wherever I could. He finally got a sales job, which was commission only. And so he was stuck at a cubicle and his coworkers would go out and they'd say, Hey, you know, we're going to a fast food joint. And he was like, Oh, get me something off the dollar menu. And he'd give them a dollar. And you just saw like over a series of weeks and months, his health just started to deteriorate. Now, a lot of that could have also been from mental health because of the situation we were in. It didn't seem like there was, you know, anything going to happen. I had four kids at the time. It was just, it was a struggle to live and to put food on the table for our kids. And so he asked me to make him something. And so I was like, I can make cupcakes. And he's like... I was thinking something a little bit healthier. And so um, I kind of just thought on it, prayed on it. And it just like hit me like, oh, why don't you make a granola bar? And so I grabbed what I had on hand. My children have allergies. So I had, I was conscious of that and I, I made it and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. I take a bite and I'm like, oh, this is so good. I'm so happy my daughter Lola can eat it. And I go, ha, Lola Granola. And I was like, wow, like what a fun name. And so I took a piece of paper, wrote Lola Granola on it, wrapped the bar in cellophane and I put it in his lunch. And I was like, oh, I put a surprise in your lunch. He's like, okay, no big deal. So like three or four hours later, he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I love the name. He's like, I could sell this. And I'm like, no. No, 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 don't, don't sell it. I'm like, just eat it. See if it makes you feel better. So a couple more days go by and then I get a phone call and it's one of his coworkers. And he was like, Hey, um, I've got, I've got a base, a softball game and we've got some people who have allergies. Could you make these bars for me? Cause it's my turn to bring snacks. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then like another day later, a mom calls me and she's like, oh my God, I have a birthday party and some kid has this weird allergy to gluten. Are you like gluten-free? And I was like, yeah, no problem. And so I started like doing little one-offs and then I started getting more phone calls and I was like, maybe he was right. Like maybe this is a business. And so we had walked down to the deli that's in our town and I was like, Hey, I make this like gluten-free. He's like, I want it. 
And I was like, but I didn't tell you what it is. He's like, no, 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 I just, I want it. Everybody's asking me for it. And so as I picked up a couple locations, um, I had to get certified. I had to, you know, figure out what I needed to do business wise. And so I got all those ducks in a row and I started distributing it and, you know, making it then distributing it. And I realized very quickly as I picked up stores, the demand got higher. And so I had to navigate whether do I rent a space? Do I go into manufacturing? And because we had been small business owners before, I started looking at all my resources. And the best resource that a small business owner has is score.org, where they'll counsel you, they'll help you build business plans, they'll help you make better decisions. And so as I started utilizing them, things just started falling into place. And it was really grace that kind of saved us. Oh my gosh, how beautiful. I just see so many just beautiful moments in that story. And like, you were really going through a hard time and you just, it was kind of that spontaneous decision to make these bars and all of a sudden it just blossomed. It's just like, wow, that's incredible. Um, Oh my gosh, that's, that's super cool. So what was like your first like flavor that you made of it? And like, what was so good about it? <laughs> the first flavor was cranberry almond because I had dried cranberries and that first flavor we named Lola and we, ha- we were going by a different name. It was called Croton Falls Granola because I didn't want to pigeonhole, you know, just one of my kids. So as I'm, you know, as I start making it, I, my husband was like, do you have another flavor? And I was like, yeah, blueberry almond. And then I was like, we'll put nuts in it. And I love dates. And so I had these four flavors. And so we named each flavor after the, our four kids. And I would go and I would drop it off. And as I would walk into some shops, they'd be like, Lola, you're here. And I'm like, my name's Mary, but that's okay. And so I was just hearing Lola Granola, Lola Granola. And so I very quickly went back to my family and I'm like, listen, would it be okay if we changed it to Lola Granola? Cause that's what everybody says. And they were like, absolutely. But can we still have our names on the bars? And so, um, changed the name. Then very shortly later, we went into automated manufacturing. So it was in a larger facility. There were machines. Um, I got to drive a forklift. It was like awesome, like (laughs) so awesome. So, um, and then um, several years later when I added the probiotics, so the recipe was pretty much very the same, but Um, The way that we changed it was we added probiotics and I decided instead of making it with honey, that I would make it with tapioca syrup so that it would be more available to more people because so many people when we were in grocery stores would say, is it vegan? And I was like, well, it's honey. You know, are you a vegan who eats honey or a vegan who doesn't? And so um, we just felt like to really be able to help more people, let's make it vegan. There was a movement towards that anyways. And so that was really the only change from our original to our probiotic. And then we did wind up changing the name to Lola Snacks because we have more options that are going to become available um, in the very near future. Oh, wow. So what are those options? What other snacks are you guys creating? So um, we are going to roll out a granola that also has, because we have a lot of people who are like, 
I just love granola. I don't want to eat a bar, but I would love to eat granola. And so we've had a lot of, a lot of people request that. So we're going to be coming out with a granola and then um, we've got um, some other snack type foods like cookies um, and possibly um, a trail mix and just a lot of different things to kind of, and not all of them will necessarily have probiotics, but they'll all be focused on gut health and how to give people better access to better gut health. That is so cool. Your brand is like my favorite now. I'm like loving this. It's all like, cause as, as you know, and as everybody knows here, I'm obsessed with gut health. So like, this is amazing. And this is such an incredible story. Um, so you mentioned, I guess, like, I, I get, you mentioned that your husband dealt with gut health issues, but have you ever dealt with gut health issues and have these bars and your products kind of helped your gut health? Yes. So my gut health issues are a little bit separate. So as a woman, you know, we deal with that monthly hormonal cycle, which definitely affects our gut. So it could be anywhere from bloating to additional cramps on top of stuff. And so what I've noticed is since I've started eating the bars more regularly, I mean, so when we're making the bars and I'm in production, that's probably all I eat like all day long. And I don't really realize how many I eat, but I've been conscious about making sure that it's a part of like my daily routine. And what I've noticed is I don't have the bloating that I used to have. Um, I also am sensitive to like lactose. And so, um, you know, sometimes I really just want a milkshake and I forget that like I have some sensitivity to it. And so if I've had like a milkshake or something or a smoothie that might like have um, dairy in it, I notice that if I eat a bar, I don't have those same symptoms. Oh. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm not saying that it cures anything, but it definitely helps and it makes me feel more normal. And um, my biggest issues are like stomach cramps and bloating and it it solves those problems. And even like if I've forgotten to eat a bar during the day, if I start to feel bloated from something that I've eaten, like um, fruits really make me bloated. Um, if I eat a bar, it just starts to like magically go down. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible. I need to try these bars. I like, I um, am super sensitive to lactose. And so there are some products though, some like dairy products that I can have if they have like certain cultures in them, certain enzymes. Mm -hmm. like yogurt if they have these like certain cultures I'm totally fine but like if I ate like ice cream that wasn't dairy free I love the dairy free ice cream but like or like pizza that has like real cheese on it instead of like the dairy free <laughs> oh it just like wrecks havoc on my gut and so I'm trying to find something and I'm like because lactate doesn't really work so it's like I have to try this <laughs> yeah so it's just it's it's a really weird phenomenon and there's not enough science behind it and so we're trying to document everything that we can so that we can start writing some case studies on it. Um, it's, it's incredible what this probiotic does, um, but we've, we've taken the probiotic separately from the bars just to kind of see, you know, uh, or some other, um, some other products that have it in there. And what we've noticed is there's something about the prebiotics that are in my bar that 
just, it, it helps that probiotic thrive in your gut. Um, so it's just, it's incredible now. And I'm definitely, I definitely want all your listeners to understand that. Yes, we love our probiotic and we think that it's amazing, but you definitely need to incorporate other fermented foods, other probiotics in your diet. There's not one miracle strain that keeps your overall health perfect. It's a combination of a lot of different things. So I'm not saying only eat my bar and don't eat anything else. No, no, no. I want you to have a super diverse um, food groupings and eat as many different probiotic strains as you possibly can, because all of that is going to help your gut health. And, and each strain kind of does like different things for um, everybody. So Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you for that disclaimer too, because um, a lot of times people can like hear little things like this and like take it and run. And that's the only thing that they're doing and implementing. So I always use those disclaimers too on my show and like uh, my Instagram, just like what I post about gut health doesn't mean it's a causality for every single person. And you need to incorporate many different things. It's not just this one thing. That's the nature of science and everything. But yeah, that's really cool. And I love the science part of it as a PhD student. I'm very into the research and very into the science. So, you know, maybe someday I could do a little study on your bars or something with thesis. Yes. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, that's super cool. So you mentioned that, um, you know, fermented foods, eating a lot of variety of foods is really good for your gut. What are some other good foods for gut health and what do they do for you? Sure. So um, I talk a lot about prebiotics and a lot of people don't understand what prebiotics are. So <clears throat> they're complex carbohydrates. Um, they're insoluble and soluble. So when we say insoluble, it's um, things like seeds, which have a um, like a coating on them. That's like insoluble fiber, but your gut needs it to move along and like scrape through your gut to get stuff out. And so we have just a mixture of um, oats, which is our biggest ingredient. And then um, we've got nuts and seeds. So there's flax seeds and then we have sunflower seeds and almonds and just a a good variety of different soluble and insoluble fiber that are complex carbohydrates. And so what I've noticed lately is that the um, the protein bars that are out on the market or the high protein foods, protein is great for you. But when you're eating high protein foods, that is a concentrated condensed form of a protein, not in its most natural form. It is so much harder for your stomach to break down and then for your organs to process. And so what happens is you start starving or depriving your gut of those complex carbohydrates, and you start to notice that your gut isn't working as efficiently as possible. So I'm not saying that high protein diets are bad, but I am saying you should incorporate complex carbohydrates into your diet to help your gut. Yeah, that is such a great point. That's so interesting too, because, you know, protein bars have all the hype these days. It's like all these super high protein foods and they're very, they're very processed. And like people are making, you know, protein mug cakes with just protein powder and stuff. And it's like, that's fantastic. And there's nothing like wrong with that, but you're also going to want to like have stuff that helps your gut because that can cause a lot of, you know, like gas and bloating and all that stuff. And I don't know, like there's these bars, um, called quest bars and, Mm -hmm. um, 
they, you know, they, every single time I have one, it's just my stomach just, and I know it's like completely all protein. There's also these ones from like Costco that are like similar, like texture. So like, I definitely have to have the protein bars that are more natural. Um, that's why I love like the go macro bars and stuff. Mm. Go macro is a great brand because it's just full ingredients. There's nothing processed in there. Oh yeah. It's so, so good. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. So do your bars have any protein in them or is it mostly like the fiber, um, the prebiotic probiotic? So we have about four grams of protein. Um, and that's coming from the, from a plant-based source, which is basically our oats, nuts, and seeds. Oh, cool. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so what foods, so you talk, kind of talked about some foods that are good for gut health, um, and how to incorporate that, but what foods might be bad for gut health and things that we should try to avoid? Um, but obviously, you know, everything in moderation, of course, to my listeners. <laughs> so, um, it is super hard to eat clean, right? So the best foods for your gut are, are clean foods, whole ingredients, um, things that are bad for your gut are fried foods. So that that starts to change your acidity in your gut and can make you more acidic. So it kills more things. So nutrients aren't absorbed as easily. Um, sugar is another thing that you know can start to ruin. So if you're eating something high sugar, you know, it's also good to eat something low in sugar, right? So Mm -hmm. it's just learning how to balance out those things. Um, We have customers who are gluten-free. And so if they eat something with gluten, um, their stomach may, you know, say, oh no. And, you know, again, you change your acidity and it starts killing off the good gut bacteria and you then start to have a rise in the bad gut bacteria. So our bars, because we replenish probiotics, we're adding probiotics back in, but then we're nourishing your gut to try to rebalance it. Um, Fruits and vegetables, obviously always good, but there are those vegetables like broccoli that make you more gassy. So it's just really finding that right combination that's for you. And so low food mop diets are wonderful, but it's not sustainable over a long period of time. It was never meant to be. It was just kind of to get you kind of reset you and get you back on track to what you, what you should be eating. So like for me, I know that eating dairy is not a great thing. Um, and so I will limit that, but I know that dairy is also still important to my body. And, you know, some people have different diets. If you're vegan, then you're not eating dairy, but you're getting your calcium from broccoli or from nuts or, um, legumes like different places. So there's, you know, there, there's a lot of different things that, you know, you have to look at when you're eating. And I just tell everybody eat a variety of food, as long as it's like whole food, eat a variety of it. Yeah, that is awesome advice. Um, I love the whole variety thing. And also talking about like, yes, like sugar is not necessarily the favorite fuel source for those good, happy bacteria. Um, And we know that life involves sugar and that sugar is a delicious fuel source. So eating something sugary and low sugar is a much better way to put than just saying only eat like low sugar or because we know that's not sustainable or maintainable for anybody. So I think that's really great. Um, Really great advice, especially the variety of foods, because I know most of the um, scientific literature points to like 
our goal for our microbiome is to increase that alpha diversity, which is like the good bacteria diversity, more of that. Um, and we do that through eating a variety of foods because the more variety you eat, the more uh, the different types of species are going to thrive off of that, especially, you know, the whole foods, the fruits, the vegetables, whole grains and stuff like that. So I think that's awesome. I um, also with the vegetables, the certain vegetables, yes, the broccoli, you are like speaking to me in <laughs> the cabbage and like the cauliflower. Oh my goodness. That's definitely, I personally have IBD and IBS. So it's like, those certain foods are just like, all of a sudden I just like cannot, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, that's really great advice. <laughs> and then, um, other foods that, I mean, my generation, um, you know, we kind of eat some, you know, pickled or fermented foods. My, my parents' generation ate a lot of, um, canned and pickled foods, which are fermented foods. And so you see, the biodiversity through all the different generations are different. And now your generation does do a lot of fermented foods and fermented beverages. And so I think your biodiversity probably is better than people in my generation because we kind of forget about, you know, fermented foods. It was all about, it was all about snacks, like fried snacks, like yeah. chips and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I know that's what my mom was talking about. She's like, in my generation, it was all like, you know, fried foods and stuff. Same with my dad. It's just like they're they're very that was their whole that was the thing. And fried foods are definitely not the best for the gut. And I can attest to that. So <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what's your view on kombucha then? It's very fermented. I love kombucha. I have it almost every single day. And it's like my favorite. Um, and I've done a lot of like looking into the literature and, you know, it's pretty mixed. I mean, kombucha is pretty good, um, is what I've heard, but like, what is your view on it? And have you guys, do you guys consume it? So we definitely consume it. Um, we have a local kombucha place over here called, I think it's called mothers. I don't know, but you can get it on tap and it is so amazing. Um, but it is very acidic, so you have to be careful of oral health as well. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's just that moderation. Like I know people that go a little bit overboard. Um, are they having issues? I don't know. They haven't told me. I think kombucha is relatively safe. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a great fermented product. GTS, which is like the number one kombucha, um, he actually uses the same probiotic that we use in his, and he has an exclusive, no other kombucha can use it. So like, I feel like I'm in a really good space with, <laughs> with yeah. what we're doing because I mean, he's just been such a leader in health, gut health, holistic health, just whole body health. And, um, you know, he's made some great strides with bringing, you know, fermented, something fermented back and having it in the beverage space makes, makes it so easy. And, you know, um, having good gut health boosts your immunity, right? So if you're feeling good, your body's reacting to things, getting rid of things like kombucha, I think kombucha is great, you know, and I know that there are people with mixed bags, it's too high in sugar, it's too whatever this, but again, it's kind of moderation. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of that sugar, it comes from natural sources too. So it's not like they're adding all the sugar that you find in like soda or, you know, in like juices. Um, it's pretty, it's like that natural, like fermented sugar too, which is great, but that is so cool. I did not know that about GTs. I literally have a GTs, um, butterfly kombucha right now sitting in my fridge and it's like <laughs> my favorite. And so now that's awesome that you guys have the same exact like formula too, which is like super good. Um, well, that's awesome. So, um, as far as like probiotics and prebiotics, um, and like fermented foods and stuff, would you say that it's better to consume one or the other? Or do you think it's better to consume both or, um, like, and is there like a specific timing when you would consume prebiotics versus probiotics? So I definitely think that you have to consume both because probiotics have to have a food source to thrive. So, um, I would say you probably need to eat them together. Um, and again, so if you're drinking kombucha and you're eating oatmeal, there's your prebiotics or you're even eating a hamburger, right? Like there's, you know, a gluten-free bun is going to be a prebiotic source, right? So, you know, people start to get crazy about, well, did I get the right Again, it's all about moderation and it's about, you know, incorporating it into your lifestyle. So um, one thing, so a couple of my kids got strep over the past couple of weeks. I'm struggling to get rid of a cold, but I don't have strep. And I think it's because my immunity is so like pumped up. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you're on antibiotics, you should not be use it, consuming that probiotic within like a two to four hour window. So it's either two to four hours before or two to four hours after. And so that's what a lot of people don't realize is how antibiotics do not discriminate whether from bad bacteria or good bacteria, they are going after everything to kill it. And so um, if you pump in too many probiotics, your antibiotic is not going to be effective at getting rid of the bad stuff. So it's finding that right time frame of when to eat it. And so it's either usually two hours before or after. So it gives your antibiotic time to work. Gotcha. That is and to be effective. Okay. Okay. That is so interesting. Especially I know a lot of people are battling off like the winter, like and spring, like bacterial infections. So I'm sure a lot of my listeners are, have dealt with antibiotics and like, maybe I know that in the past I've tried to consume like probiotics and like taking antibiotics, but it was not as effective. And it's just like, it's definitely hard. So that's cool about the timing about that. That's so interesting. Um, so your overall snacks, like your bars and stuff, um, when, after you started adding in the probiotics, prebiotics, how have they helped customers? Do you have any like success stories or inspiring stories from people who have implemented your products? We do. So, um, we have a couple customers that have had major surgeries that have had to go on antibiotics and again, kind of killed all of their good gut flora. And so, um, we said, you know, try three bars a day for three days and you should kind of like reset yourself back to what you were before you had taken the antibiotics. And we've seen huge success with it. We've also seen success with people who have, um, who may have an allergy to gluten. Like I had said before, um, they get all, you know, they, they somehow get gluten and their stomach is messed up and they start eating a bar a day and it just kind of 
makes them even again. And so um, we're just saying incorporate the bar into your normal routine and see if that helps adjust. So our bars, you know, help a lot of the symptoms of IBS. So we say we take the BS out of IBS. I love um, it. <laughs> so, so from bloating to some of the more severe um, complications that you can have like diarrhea, um, our bars seem to help reduce and even stop those symptoms. That's so awesome. Wow. That's incredible. I wonder, do you have like data on that or like, is that something that you're going to do like kind of? So there, there is data. There's some white papers and some case studies on the probiotic itself that we use, which is okay. BC 30. Um, mm -hmm. But again, we were, my husband was taking the probiotic strain um, with a couple others, but he wasn't backing it up with prebiotics. And so it was not as effective. So we truly believe for probiotics to be effective, you need a combination of some really good prebiotics there. Yeah. Wow. That is an incredible product. And every, you guys have really just planned this so intentionally and like, what a cool story out of something that was so difficult at first. And now it's like, you're helping the gut health of so many people. And we know that IBS is very, very popular. Um, it's a sadly popular, um, but especially after the pandemic, right? All the stress and everything. And because your gut health affects your mental health. Um, and like, have you ever like, did have you noticed that after implementing prebiotics and probiotics that you've experienced any mental health changes or um, has it been kind of too soon to like know? Or... So, um, so for my husband, especially um, the symptoms that he had when he would eat and drink anything except for water, it felt like his gut was being ripped apart mm -hmm. and then he would immediately have to run to the bathroom. And so um, he stopped going out. I would say, hey, we have to go to, you know, Ellie's soccer game. And he's like, I really, I just don't feel good about going. I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he got to the point where he wasn't leaving the house. And mm -hmm. that fear and anxiety, I think, also made his gut health worse so that the foods that he was eating couldn't really help it. Mm -hmm. um, so stress, fear, and anxiety really affect your gut health. And when you're feeling like that, you don't feel your best and your gut is affected and then your gut affects that too. So it's like this vice versa, um, crazy thing. And so, um, sometimes we can't remove the fear and anxiety, but we can do something to start to fix gut health and just, you know, for him, it was eating a couple bars and he didn't have that same horrible feeling. He wasn't running to the bathroom every time, you know, he ate something. And that then started to give him the confidence that there was hope that he could lead a normal life. And I think women are really good about talking about, about gut health. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, that hormonal thing that happens every month. Uh -huh. um, you know, we're used to talking about bloating and cramping, but men don't talk about that stuff and they're very closed off from it. And so we see more men that suffer from gut health silently than we see from women. And um, so we recently created this little sticker, which is a rainbow poop emoji they don't even have here. And I'm like, where are they? Oh my gosh, um, I need that. <laughs> but we found that 
when we're in stores demoing and we're talking about gut health, people are going, yeah, gut health, gut health, but they're not sharing what their symptoms are. They're not sharing their story. And so with the emoji, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. And it starts to remove that fear. It like breaks that barrier. And they're like, oh, you know, I have this problem. And we're like, oh, you know, this is what we did to solve it. Or maybe you should try this. And so we're trying to get that conversation moving so that people aren't suffering in silence. Absolutely. I love that so much. I'm all about advocating for gut health and telling people your symptoms because there's nothing to be ashamed of, like emotional disclosure and telling people what you're going through is so much better for your health than suppressing things. And like, even what I did, like I posted like what I ate before my colonoscopy that day. And I'm like, you know what, if people want to follow me for that, that's their problem. Like everybody poops, like it's okay. Um, yeah. so that's great. Um, so if people wanted to buy your products, which are incredible, where could they look? So the easiest place is probably Amazon. Um, but we also have a website, um, lolasnacks.com super easy. And then um, we're also in um, a lot of stores and we've recently gotten into a lot of convenience chains up here in the Northeast where we live. So we're making, we're making gut health more accessible. So, you know, convenience is notorious for high sugar, fried, processed foods. And over the past five years, I think a lot of convenience channels have really tried to bring in like better foods. And so, um, you know, we're making gut health more accessible when you're on the road, running in, running out. I absolutely love that. Well, everybody go make sure to check out Amazon and their website. I will link their Instagram and everything down below so you can go check out their products and check out what they're all about because your Instagram page is super cool too and super informative. Um, So thank you so much, Mary, for being on this um, episode. And I just would encourage you to all go check out their products and try Bar for Yourself. Thank you so much for having me. And if anybody ever has any questions about gut health, I am by no means an expert, but we have tried everything. You can always reach out to us on DM and we're happy to you know, have that conversation.